0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Seeing Reddit, your weekly uh, journey through the Internet's message board. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Herron i'm jeff kowalski
1: and i'm the third host louisa han
0: man one of these days i'm gonna get through that whole thing without forgetting a <laughs> decent portion of my whole like plan of
2: attack at the beginning of the i show. like how
1: thoroughly you charge forward with your first words and then it kind of falters a little bit i love that
2: <laughs> I was worried you were going to refer to us as uh, the audience's weekly guide to something, which we are definitely not. No,
0: we're we're more like the people that are in the bus with you but don't know what's going on. Like, you're doing a, to- a tour, and you <laughs> know what's up, and you're like, oh, this is, you know, this cathedral or whatever, and we're just there like... I don't know what that building is, when are we getting food, where where are we, etc.
2: In the museum, like, I forgot
0: my headphones, what's this painting? <laughs> <laughs> so you still have the audio tour, like, little box, but you don't have anything to plug it into? I
2: assume that it's all an app now. Yeah. I think the Louvre does it on Nintendo 3DS. That...
0: Is that true? I'm pretty sure that you That's do
2: three, you do DS download play to get your tour guide to the Louvre.
0: Is there an augmented reality portion where you can use the camera to, like, shoot lasers at the Mona Lisa or something?
2: Uh, yeah, you can turn the Mona Lisa into a portrait of Pikachu. <laughs> You'll never know what that Pikachu smile means, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's this show? What are
0: we doing? (laughs) Okay, so seeing Reddit, every week we choose, well, we let the internet choose for us a random subreddit, uh, and then we explore the subject matter on that Reddit and read a couple of the posts and sort of generally talk about what's going on in there. Before we get started with that, though, we like to talk a little bit about what we've been up to on the internet this past week. Uh, Jeff, why don't you kick us off this time?
2: Well, I'm still playing far too much Magic the Gathering Puzzle Quest, but also, uh, this week, I caught up on the YouTube series Monster Factory. I don't remember if we talked about this on a previous episode. Uh, I don't think we did, but I just watched their most recent episode earlier today, too. Mm -hmm. It's, it's great. I think I still have a couple to watch, but I've been, like, going back, I finished... Uh, For the audience who doesn't know, Polygon is a video game website, and Justin and Griffin McElroy are brothers who write for it and also do a a great comedy podcast. Well, many great comedy podcasts. Uh, And in the video, they do the create a character in a video game uh, and make a horrible, ugly monster, and then open the cheat code section and break the game with their horrible monster.
0: Sometimes they don 't even do the cheat code, which is some of the best stuff the The most recent episode they play dragon's Dogma, and they just use the actual mechanics of the game, but they just ruin it they just <laughs> every every n p c they it's just terrible what they do to that game, but it's pretty funny,
2: yeah, I think the funniest bit so far that i've seen is um in it was some pre release game, and they created a Bart Simpson. Yeah, and went on this riff about how it was just like Bart and kept just bringing, like Bart. <laughs> kept bringing up
1: <laughs> Tip to toe, fake screenshots
2: of Matt Groening <laughs> saying he was retiring from The Simpsons because they created it. It was oh, it's so good. Anyway, go watch that. Audience, the best part of that video is the fact that they make a joke about Apu Lover
0: One Two Three saying just like Bart, and then if you go into the comment section of that YouTube video, somebody created a YouTube account called Apu Lover One Two Three just to
2: put just like Bart in there, and it made me so happy. Uh, that is, I, mean, I love that kind of verisimilitude. <laughs> yes. Louisa, what a, what a, uh, what are you on this week? What recipes have you found on the internet? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no I more talking about more food words, on I'm the internet. The oh no! Good okay.
1: <laughs> okay, so if I seem a little distracted, it's because every mm, minute or so, suddenly the audio from you guys completely cuts out uh, for about mm, two or three seconds and then comes back. So um, I sounds can't like fun. That's happening. Yeah. Oh my computers running a scan and it won't stop of course why would it why would it listen to me when i tell it to stop doing that anyway
0: sometimes i feel like louise's third of this show is really direct marketing towards like <laughs> moms who don't really understand how anything works and they're just like
1: oh now it's doing oh what's this what's this popping up uh, i clicked well, on I didn't the hear wrong most button of what you said but i'm sure it was terrible and you're the worst but uh, this I'm the classic story, one of the classic narratives of uh, literature, woman versus computer. <laughs> That's my little plot line going on in the background.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Joseph Campbell wrote whole books on that.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: I'm just saying that this show is
0: going to be really good because Louisa won't be able to hear most of what we're saying to her. <laughs> well, she
2: doesn't usually understand most of what we say
1: to her, so it's not much minute. different. I don't like what I'm being painted as here. I don't like this one bit.
0: No, you missed the part where Jeff said that he thought you were great and he was just kidding. Yeah, yep. sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know
2: what's wrong with your computer. It cuts out all the compliments we keep paying you. <laughs>
1: That's because it's against me. That's why it's me versus this computer.
2: Oh, I see. <laughs> what, did you actually, what have you actually been up to?
1: <laughs> I've been looking at a lot of Barbie dolls on the internet this week. Because uh, as you might have heard, they're releasing three new body types for Barbie. Have you heard this?
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay.
1: So there's... Yeah, Hall, thanks, thanks, Jay Leno. There's you Batiste, see this? You heard about this? curvy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so I really want one of these Barbie dolls, but they, they're, they're announcing them now, and they don't come out a lot of them until the summer, so that's kind of bullshit. And uh, then I've been looking at, like, how to make armor for Barbie dolls and stuff, because if I got one, I would have to do the weird stuff to it.
0: So, okay, hang on. I understand having, like, a long lead-up pre-release stuff for, like, movies and video games and things like that. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in that marketing lead-up to Barbie dolls other than being, like, they're gonna come out? Like, you can't release trailer videos for your new <laughs> Barbies, right? What What's gonna happen between now and summer?
1: Yeah, I don't understand. And it's pretty irritating, because you hear, like, the thing they announce is, like, seven new skin tones, you know, four body types. Like, all these things they announce... And then you go to their website, and they're like, you can buy this one now. This next one will be out in March. This third one will be out in June. (laughs) Like, well, Oh, they're doing,
2: like, the slow drip.
1: (laughs) I guess so. It's very irritating.
2: It's, uh, it's like, hey, if you're you're a fat black teen and you're gonna get a Barbie and your birthday's in February, mm, sorry, next year maybe. But I won't be a fat black teen by then. Yeah, well, I guess you'll have to wait and see if uh, Bratz does diverse body and skin tones.
1: <laughs> What's well, also kind of disappointing is it tells you like all these things, which kind of implied to me anyway that it was customizable. Apparently not. They will be deciding for you what combination of <laughs> you know, skin, hair, body type will be coming out.
0: Wait, are you saying this is like a blind packed toy? Like, you just get it and you're like, oh man, I hope I get. Oh no, I got Barbie missing a leg again. <laughs>
1: no, but
2: like. Oh, if that you would be wanted- sweet though, because then you could replace it with like a G.I. Joe gun.
0: Or you could just leave her with the one leg because you're not an ableist uh, warmonger
2: like you are, Jeff.
1: Mm, you could make her a new leg. That's what I'm into. <laughs> this is what I'm all about.
2: I wanted it to be a Planet Terror action figure. <laughs> uh, they probably actually have those.
1: Somebody's probably done that, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Is What's that guy's name who made those awful action figures in the 90s? Like, the Spawn action figures? Todd McFarlane. Yeah, is he still around? He probably made those. Who knows? Did he make
1: the action figures? I mean, I guess he did, didn't he?
0: It was his, it was McFarlane Toys was... Oh, okay. Yeah, so if he didn't make a Planet Terror action figure, then no one did.
1: Wait, but, okay. Oh, wait, okay. I got confused, I was like, that wasn't out in the 90s, but I see what you're saying.
0: Yes,
2: he's got nothing better to do. Is he still making Spawn? Occasionally.
1: Is that still a comic?
2: He wrote and drew, like, the first five issues in 1992, and then hired a bunch of other people to do it for the rest of the time.
1: Do you guys remember that there was a terrible Spawn uh, animated series on HBO?
2: Yeah, I never watched it, but I
0: remember that it was on sometimes. I
1: saw one episode, I think and I was like, well, this is really awful. <laughs> this is incredibly bad.
0: You're not going to do better than John Leguizamo as the tiny fat clown from hell in the uh, live action version. And by not going to do any better, I mean, I tried to watch that recently and I've watched every terrible superhero movie ever
2: and I could not get through it. It was so bad. The real question is, when are we going to get different body body shapes and skin tones of Spawn action figures?
1: (laughs) Exactly. What kind of hair will Spawn have this season? I like the idea that
0: Spawn would have different skin tones but his suit covers all of his skin anyway. Yeah,
2: I didn't actually discover that Spawn is a black guy until, like, two years ago. (laughs) Because he has a full-body, like, devil venom suit.
0: Well, if you want me to send you uh, the 90s movie, live-action movie, I have it, and I hate it, so you can have it forever.
2: No, thank you. (laughs) I know you're making it sound so appealing.
1: (laughs) Why do you guys think... We as a society, and I feel like this is true. We kind of feel good about John Leguizamo. We like him, but he's only ever done incredibly bad movies, right?
0: He's funny in like I thought. <laughs> okay, I know you guys are gonna hate me for this and everything, but uh, <laughs> I liked Super Mario Brothers a little bit because I mean, I, ironically, yes, but still, I did enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, the I did cast too, but... is
2: incredibly charming.
1: Yeah. Eh, I don't know about that. But, like, it was just the idea. We we were kids when it came out. That's pretty much all you need. Like, you're super excited about the idea of it. That's part of it. But, like, I think Jeff is right. Like, okay,
0: who cares about everyone else? But Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo are both really compelling in it. You watch it and you actually, like, care about them.
1: Yeah, Bob Hoskins. Yeah. I just, sometimes, John Leguizamo is one of the people where sometimes I, I know a celebrity and I'm like, yeah, I have a generally good feeling about this person, and then I try to figure out why and I can't.
2: <laughs> I think he did Broadway stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, his stand-up specials were good. The ones on HBO.
0: Don't you remember him falling on his knees and throwing his gun into the sand in uh, Romeo plus oh, Juliet? That's Come true. on.
1: But that was after he was al- already famous. What did I pick yeah. him from? I don't I think
2: know. People, I think people my age like him most from Moulin Rouge, a movie that I hate.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. He like was that okay
2: movie. in that. He was pretty good. I
1: enjoyed that
2: Yeah, movie. I, didn't, I didn't dislike that movie. He was yeah. some kind of tiny singing man.
1: He was to lose the track.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs>
1: <Yep>. <laughs> you know, the famous artist to lose the track.
2: Oh, were there real people in that movie? I thought it was yes. all just fantasy Beatles covers.
1: <laughs> he was so small because he had Toulouse-Lautrec syndrome, which is when your bones kind of dissolve.
2: Oh, sorry. Awesome.
1: It was very sad. He died too young.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it sounds cool. <laughs> okay. And also it was a long time ago. Things that happened a long time ago can't be sad.
0: I'm just realizing that John Leguizamo... T- uh, played a tiny malformed clown in both Moulin Rouge and Spawn. Oh, Is that boy. the only connection
2: between those movies? I'm really glad that you said that mean thing about that person who apparently exists. No, like well he's dead
0: now, one. Two, I think all of those words were fairly accurate. toulouse Latrec was like did cl- <laughs> a did deformed do- evil clown from hell. I
1: didn't say- <laughs> I didn't say evil. I think and he, he did was. say that about the actual person who lived most of his life in pain and wanted to be part <laughs> of the bohemian movement about beauty, but he knew he didn't really belong, so he just painted beautiful paintings, and now here <laughs> you are saying terrible things about him. No, I'm just <laughs> saying that he worked with clowns,
0: that is true, to about Toulouse-Lautrec, <laughs> and he had a malformation, <laughs> that known is Known clown
1: association associator.
0: (laughs) known clown uh,
2: co-conspirator. I'm not.
0: I'm not passing any kind of moral or like any kind of judgment on him. I think he was a pretty cool guy. But like, those are all words that could accurately describe him. I feel.
2: Yeah, he was a real clown lover.
1: (laughs) We can't get back to (laughs) Juggles. I knew that.
2: Uh, No, why did you do it?
1: (laughs) No, I
0: said we're not going to do it. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to edit all this out anyway. What? No, oh, this wait, is you gold. You
1: sound like a monster. Yeah, about
0: any <laughs> Anytime I say something offensive, I just cut it out of the show.
2: Oh, uh, no. This is all the best <laughs> jokes. Tell us about your internet thing that you looked at.
0: Okay, so um, as people may have noticed because we didn't have an episode, I've been out of town for the past two weeks. Uh, I went to a work conference in San Antonio uh, and. I work for a company that does a bunch of boring stuff, Um, but one of the things about my company is that we try to get involved in doing community service projects, and so we – at the conference, we uh, split up into teams to make blankets for homeless veterans, Uh, and that was all well and good, and I was the captain of one of these teams – uh, and so I was, like, looking up instructions for how to do this so that I could help my team to understand how the process works. And part of making what's called a knot blanket is uh, is tying knots in the tassels all around the edge of a blanket. Uh, and the type of knot that you're going to tie is called a balloon knot. So I went on the Internet to look up instructions for how to tie a balloon knot. And so I Googled the <laughs> phrase balloon knot and I would just like to take this this moment to warn all of our listeners against ever Googling that phrase, because you should not.
2: This is a pornographic (laughs) butthole thing, right?
0: Especially if you're at a work conference with lots of people around you. Googling balloon knot will bring up pictures of buttholes, (laughs) and nothing else, no no
1: instructions about knots. Just buttholes. Oh my god. I thought at least some of it would be like, here's how to tie a knot in a balloon, and you'd be like, well, that's not useful either. But at least that's G-rated. <laughs> no, it was
2: all buttholes. <laughs> now, is this because of the appearance of of
0: aforementioned th- body part? I think the implication is that if you tie a balloon and then like look into the piece where you tied, it looks kind of like a butthole. And so mm. now in common parlance... Now I know that apparently that is what you use when you're talking about, like, I think in in olden times they called it rimming, but now it's called balloon knots, and it's upsetting to me what? that I had to learn that.
1: They can't change the name. <laughs> you can't do that. People, terms for sex acts need to be so that people can know what they are. <laughs> you can't go and change the name on something like that. That's crazy. Yeah, that doesn't
2: ring true. I don't think they changed anything.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know that they changed it. I'm sure that either is acceptable in modern uh, polite society, but I'm just saying... That polite
1: butt. society where they talk about very specific sex acts to do with the butt. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying that balloon knot is not something you want to Google, unless you really like to see lots of pictures of buttholes, in which case, good for
2: you. I think Google is gaslighting you. <laughs> How amazing would that be if you could if Oh man, were... April Fools Day Google could have the best pranks but instead they do something <laughs> fairly tame every year. What's amazing about that concept
0: is that it wouldn't be a it couldn't be a prank Like, Google would will something into existence, but then it just would exist. It wouldn't be a prank anymore, because everyone would be like, I don't think that's true. And then they'd Google it, and it would come up, and they'd be like, well, I guess it is.
1: (laughs) A good Google prank would be, if you have your location turned on for your phone, if Google knows that you're in any kind of conference center, that it would only bring up pornographic results to anything you looked up. (laughs) <laughs> That'd be a good Google prank, right?
0: Weird, this Microsoft Excel shortcut search just brought me up a bunch of pictures of, like, nut sacks, and that's it. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. How genius would that be on Google's part? I don't know to what end, but it's hilarious. Uh,
2: to what end? <laughs> like butts? Shut Like up. balloon knots. <laughs> uh, are we uh, are we ready for a Reddit? I just want to
0: let everyone know that I did eventually remember how to tie a balloon knot from the one week that I was in Boy Scouts, and so uh, we did make those blankets, and so everything turned out okay. That's great. All right, I'm hitting it. Okay, go.
1: Isn't tying a balloon knot essentially just tying a knot, like half a square knot?
0: It's tying a knot, but instead of tying the two ends as, like, opposing forces, you, like, the two ends come together, and then you loop them around and through themselves hell
2: yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm clicking on this link jeff why don't you tell us what what our reddit for today is we have
2: drumroll please reddit.com slash r slash 3d printing this is a topic that i'm interested in 47,862 subscribers with 116 users now this is a fairly active subreddit
0: Yeah, this is going to be crazy. Uh, All right, Louisa, why don't you read us
1: that sidebar? All right, 3D printing. News, information, links, and fun things related to 3D printing, 3D printers, rapid manufacturing, desktop fabrication, etc.
0: All right, so this is a Reddit dedicated, I guess, to
2: people who are enthusiastic about 3D printing. Oh man, this is so cool. This guy made like a magnet of Wisconsin and gave it like a cheese texture. Uh awesome.
0: Why is that
2: cool? <laughs> Cuz it just looks cool. It looks doesn't look 3D printed. Making some
1: fridge magnets. All right.
2: Yeah, that's the one. See, I think that there's a lot of cool
0: things about 3D printing. Like I'm looking at a post now where it's talking about post uh printing like uh prosthetic parts for people who need uh limb replacement and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I think that's really amazingly cool. Um, But I think that – I think it's going to be like anything else, right, where there's going to be a group of people, like probably the people on this message board, who do it really, really well and make really cool shit, and then almost everyone in the world, once it becomes really popular, are just going to be, like, making things that if you squint kind of look like the thing that they meant it to be, but it mainly (laughs) just looks like a blob of plastic – Right? That's gonna happen. That's where we're headed, right?
2: I mean, I think, like, once you get your own 3D printer, you're just gonna get recipes for stuff online and print all the good stuff.
0: But somebody's gotta make those recipes, and what I'm saying is that we are gonna be flooded with recipes of, like, this looks kind of
2: like a rabbit. (laughs) Well, (laughs) listen, I want a kind of like a rabbit. I think that's fine.
1: No, I think what it's gonna be is people always try to uh, link anything they create to instant gratification, like instant uh, notoriety. So it's not gonna be a rabbit. It's gonna be like this looks kind of like Mario from Super Mario Brothers. This looks kind of like oh, so you're, Kirby. you don't
2: think they're gonna start? You don't think they're gonna start low? You think they're just gonna immediately skip to their favorite Mario brother? Yeah.
1: Yes, I do. Wait,
0: are you, Louisa, are you saying that we're going to get to a point where there's going to be artisanal amiibos? Is that where we're headed? Yes, absolutely.
2: Oh, we're already there. Uh, (laughs) I occasionally go to the amiibo subreddit and some people who have access to 3D printing and are good at painting just straight up print a 3D model of a character out and make it into an amiibo.
0: But is this going to be like a black market Teddy Ruxpin thing where they then take the chip out and you're like, oh man, I got this amazing, super obscure Leafman amiibo, but then you like connect it and it's just like Olimar or whatever that fucking guy is?
2: (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, you can get an Olimar already, but...
0: Yeah, I know. What I'm saying is somebody just took the chip out of the Olimar and put it into their 3D printed... Really cool one, and then you're like, "Oh man, this is great!" But it's not like you can then use that to actually play as Leafman in uh, Super Smash Brothers or whatever.
2: Uh, I guess that's true, but I mean, as long as the chip's there, you can make uh, you can make your 3D printed Pikachu like all swole and cool looking. <laughs>
1: I I think those might be mutually exclusive. (laughs) Swole and cool looking? I don't think so. (laughs) Uh,
2: I don't think I know how amiibos work, because none of this makes any sense to me. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I found a much cooler thing, which is a guy 3D printed his own uh, tumor uh, pre- and post-chemotherapy-
0: Why is that cool? Jeff, your definition (laughs) of cool is so whack today. Uh, It's really cool
2: because it means he got healthy by medicine, and he took, Mm. like, the CT scans of his chest and fed the info into a 3D printer, and now that gets used in, like, medical school classes. I guess that's cool. I saw uh, one where a guy made a 3D-printed handle for his soda cans, which I think is way cooler. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Uh the top rated post of all time by more than double the upvotes is mods are asleep post 2D printers and it's people <laughs> posting pictures of laser jet printers.
1: <laughs> okay, but Isn't that all right? <laughs> but but
0: to be
2: fair, I still
0: think that 2D printers are pretty cool technology.
2: Oh, yeah. I think that the coolest thing is that we've had them for 50 years and never gotten them to work. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. But also,
0: like, the amount of human history that was like, oh, well, I have this thing printed out, I have to save this because I'll never have another copy of it, to now where there's printers and you can be like, oh, I'll just print off 75 copies of this before I go out. Like we spent so much of our lives. I I was reading an illuminated manuscript uh, mm-hmm. when I was in New Orleans and uh, they had this thing where people had written, like they had a, a log of people had written things in the margins of illuminated manuscripts and it was all like, my life is horrible. I've spent the last 700 days copying this text and I'm dying (laughs) and all this stuff. Like literally that (laughs) stuff people wrote in the margins of all these like middle ages manuscripts. And now the fact that you could print the whole Bible in less time than it takes to listen to this podcast is crazy to me.
1: Yeah, The fact that you can print things from your phone now, just wirelessly be like, yeah, send this to the printer. That's pretty amazing
0: the best part about it the thing that's most impressive is the fact that old people still print things even yes. though no one
2: needs to print things anymore <laughs> uh what about dungeons and dragons character sheets
0: <laughs> i'm just saying if you have a tablet you then you never even have to erase the numbers when your hit points go down it's
2: true i've gone fully digital on D and i just oh, have man. an app for it paperless dungeon am i right what does that uh-huh. mean I don't know, like paperless office but a dungeon. Oh, I thought maybe that was like an app that you liked and you were try. Oh man, that would be a really great name for a and d uh management app. Okay, copyright. <laughs>
1: yeah, there you go. Make sure you say trademark.
2: It. <laughs> circled Perfect. R, circled R.
1: Perfect. No we can steal it now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, we have we have two weeks to come up with this. Because, well, a week and a day, because that's when this episode posts. Yeah, so, Jeff, learn uh, JavaScript. I, I you know, might play. be able to make it in uh, Construct 2, which is game-making software, but you can make, like, apps. Jeff, I didn't ask you to make up a fictional science fiction world. I asked you to make me an app, it! Uh, but what if I want a fictional science fiction world that will teach me how to play D&D? That's also a good idea for an app, Can like a video that game that <laughs> teaches you how to play a pen and paper game.
0: That would be actually wait, hold on, that's yeah, that's any any <laughs> licensed
2: D and D video game you, is that. If you ever played Neverwinter
0: Nights, and then you were like, I wish this was simpler, and I could use a pencil to do it, then that's just Dungeons and Dragons.
1: <laughs> you say you wish it was simpler, but then there are times when you're rolling, uh, you know, three d ten, whereas a computer will just do all that for you behind the scenes
0: that's true, but then sometimes the computer will be like, you can't equip that weapon and I'm like, why? I don't understand like, I have all of the things and I guess there's a rule that the computer is assuming I know that I do not know, or like, you're picking skills and it's just like, oh, do you want to learn Weapon Storm? And like, yes I guess, I don't know what it does but it sounds cool.
2: And the worst thing about the computer is it will never derisively list page numbers at you while you're playing (laughs)
0: <laughs> Which you
2: definitely need a live DM in order to get that type of authentic Dungeons & Dragons experience. That's true. And then you can 3D print yourself
0: a dice tower, tying it back to 3D
2: printing. Yeah, Yay! I was just thinking about how people... Th- that's like a big 3D printing thing now, As people 3D print their their uh, miniatures and dice.
1: Yeah, that's the thing I've probably looked at the most in 3D printing, like uh, uh, 3D printing I don't know, storefronts I guess you could say, is the dice sets because there are some amazing ones out there. I uh
0: I played a, a tabletop game once where it was based on Earthbound, the uh the video game Earthbound. Yeah. Uh and I was playing a character that uh fought with a baseball bat as one often does and I I made my own set of dice, but I had to use a lathe. Like what? wood and and a lathe and carve out my own dice and I only got to one out of the twelve piece twelve <laughs> dice I needed to make because it took so goddamn long. Were so you I guess carving say... them from an old baseball bat? No, just from chunks of wood. Well, that but... would have been cool though. It would have been, and then I could have called them Wonder Dice. Is that <laughs> sure? <laughs> Is that what that was called in the movie? Wonder Boy, right? Wonder w- Boy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's it's a movie. Is it the Natural? I think it's the Natural. I don't think it is. Is it? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's the Natural
2: I'm going to be looking at Is that anything like guys, Angels in the Outfield? You guys outfield? make jokes. Uh, 3D
1: printing sure seems like uh I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the best uh
2: the be- the big a uh, big market for 3D printing aside from Etsy is uh gaming and anime conventions where you can get uh look at a 3D printer uh, that smells like melting plastic, uh,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: it will occasionally 3D print you an anime or a skull. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And Guys,
0: something... yeah, it was the natural. It's the natural. Oh, good. Go on.
1: Okay, good. Good for you. And it was Wonder Boy, right? Because Wonder Bat is from The Simpsons. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Um, something I have been slightly disappointed with in reading about 3D printing is, uh, There was a blogger I like who printed a little uh, light switch cover that was like, it had a switch like you're a mad scientist, like the big lever you pull down, but it's tiny for a light switch, which I thought was super cute. But she said that the thing that you don't really think about with 3D printing is they're covered in those little lines that you get the rough lines from, yeah, from yeah. printing it. So she had to go through all this process of like using acetone and then sanding. And I was like, Oh, this it's not as cool as it seems at first where you just suddenly get the thing. Is that related
0: to the quality of the 3d printer? Or is that something that's true of every 3d printing?
2: I think that this just a always few happens. Years ago.
1: Yeah. It might just be that printer, but I was like, Oh, it's like in my mind, it was way more advanced than it is, <laughs> but I mean, it can yeah. get there.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's some cool stuff going on with, like, I mean, this, what we're talking about 3D printing is all, like, plastic on a desktop thing, but have you seen the 3D printing of, like, construction equipment where they 3D print buildings and stuff like that? Because
2: that's pretty cool.
0: That is pretty cool. That
1: is cool.
2: They've been, uh, 3D printing, like, medical, uh, equipment, like, pacemakers and stuff. Yeah, uh, and na- uh, the, the another thing they're talking about is three D printing organic matter to get like heart mm-hmm. tissue or uh, hamburgers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just don't get those confused because that will be a bad hamburger
2: <laughs> and a really bad heart. Actually, that would probably be a delicious hamburger, but you're right in that it would be a terrible heart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think heart meat would make a pretty bad hamburger. It'd be super tough and chewy.
2: Matt, does heart meat taste good? You've eaten all the
0: meats. That's true. I have eaten heart meat and Heart uh, is
1: very tough though, because that's a that's a hard
0: working. Let's muscle. all let's all remember the scene in Game of Thrones where she eats <laughs> that entire horse's heart and then is like, mmm, delicious at the end of it and totally not vomiting <laughs> on the floor.
2: Uh yeah, when actress Amelia Clark actually ate a live horse's heart for that fictional television show. Yeah, Jeff, it wasn't
0: alive when she was
2: eating the heart.
0: That's crazy. <laughs>
2: Well, it could have been for a little bit.
0: <laughs> I don't think you know how horses work. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, the heart is like, uh, like a battery. You take the battery out. Horses all have a, a foreheart and a hind heart. So yeah, as long as- in their rumps. <laughs> yeah, that it powers their back brain.
0: Is there a way we can make a horse time lord joke now, or is it? Are we getting too nerdy at this point? You should have made it. It's too we're late getting, now.
2: We're getting too close to okay, My Little no. Pony fan fiction. It's fine. I'm gonna cut all this out. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> so stop on, it! No,
0: no, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna cut this out. Okay, ready? And and maybe
2: I don't understand. What <laughs> are maybe, we doing? <laughs> and maybe
0: the horse is like uh like regeneration
1: of like. Doctor no, Who. you're choking. <laughs> oh, oh, you have to stop. Damn it! Damn all right, all right. It, Third time's
2: it. a charm. Go, go for it. Okay, play. okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. No, shh, shh, guys. Okay. Okay.
2: All right.
1: <laughs> 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 Sorry, I got overwhelmed. <laughs> More like Doctor Horse. How's that? <laughs> How's that one? <laughs> that Excellent. Good? Well, that was yeah. pretty. Good. Got it in one. Nailed Excellent. It. Excellent. Nailed
0: it, Louisa.
2: <laughs> no second take required.
0: We need to leave all the jokes to you.
1: Cause... No, great. Ugh. This is good stuff. This is all usable. <laughs> yes.
2: And all so related to 3D printing. I think that this is uh, the most enjoyable of the subreddits because we don't have to take a deep dive to find all the weird stuff. Yep. Well, and it's something that I already had an opinion about. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like, this is a subreddit I might actually come back to you and read in my off time, which is not something I would say about any of the other ones.
2: Yeah, it's not like, uh, explain like you're Dr. Cox, where it's just like, I don't understand why anyone would make any of these posts
0: ever. I I do want to know, Jeff, if you have responded to that post you made on, uh, explained like Dr. Cox from several weeks ago.
2: Uh, we did get a response. Did we talk about that on last episode? We never talked about it on
0: on the air. We just uh, I mentioned it
2: on our Twitter feed. Okay, I will uh, go read the response right now. But I didn't I didn't respond back to it because why would I do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: know. I think I think the upshot of it was that the person was forcing you to role play as uh, what's JD? that dude's name? JD. 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 I was, I kept thinking Zach Efron, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> uh, close Maybe you enough. should
1: keep being JD, like, just role play more things to say as him.
0: <laughs> and then just start writing scripts for Scrubs. And <laughs> exactly! <then laughs>
1: this is
0: a great idea. We'll do, like, career. that thing
2: those Star Trek nerds do, where they, like, rebuilt the original set and just started producing more original series Star Trek, but for Scrubs. Did they do yeah. that? Yeah, that it's called, like, uh, Star Trek The Continuing Journeys or something. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Grant Imihara from Mythbusters plays Sulu in some of them.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. no. Yeah, I've heard about this.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. I I started watching um, Sleepy Hollow this past week because I had nothing better to do. I guess by past week, I mean yesterday. Um, And uh, what's his name? The dude who plays Sulu in the new Star Trek movies is, like, a minor character on that show. Does he not have better things to do?
2: Well, he was also on that Karen Gillan vehicle selfie. Mm Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he was, like... He was like the main love interest on that, wasn't he? Yeah, that's he? true. I feel like Sleepy Hollow was uh the pilot was shot like way before the series aired so that so they like were able to get some well, I guess one mildly big name, John Cho. <laughs>
0: No, they got the guy who was the bad guy in Highlander in that show as well. Uh, you and, mean
2: like, Mr. Krabs? Yes, I know. Yeah,
0: Clancy <laughs>
1: Brown? <laughs> Brown is that who you are talking about? I yeah. mean,
0: Brother Justin from. Uh, yeah,
1: exactly. There we go.
0: From Carnival, oh uh, my the God.
1: voice of Lex Luthor that sure from scared the hell
0: out of me. Yeah, every everything that guy's ever done is the best, scariest thing. <laughs> He's so good at stuff, like all stuff. I kind of like there's obviously there are people in the world that i would be more starstruck to see in real life but i think the person that i would be most
2: surprised that they were a real human might be that guy <laughs> i think clancy brown is like six and a half feet tall so it would also actually probably be intimidating
0: <laughs> yeah like yep. he's he's giant and almost always like evil but in a way where he kind of reminds you of your dad and then but then he might kill you also <laughs> Oh, yeah. man. That dude is great. He is great. C- can we get him as
2: a guest on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, we okay. just have to go on to r slash Clancy Brown and <laughs> uh, see... That
1: gets you directly in touch with him. He's the only mod <laughs> for that board.
0: If we ever get onto an Ask Me Anything for a celebrity while doing our randoms, we have to ask whoever the celebrity is to do a guest spot on our
1: show. <laughs> so you think... At some point we're gonna randomly get onto an AMA that is active. <laughs> Even though it, they only last for like an hour or two.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it could happen. It's not
2: outside the realm of possibility. Sorry okay. to sorry to break the news to you guys, but there is no Clancy Brown subreddit. Uh, and, and there is start no R slash Clancy Brown. Jeff. Yes. Start it. Okay. Start it. I will.
0: I will will set up a Reddit account just to join that. How do you start
2: a subreddit? Go to r slash how do you start a subreddit. There you go. Name, Clancy Brown. (laughs) Title, Clancy Brown. (laughs) Description, Clancy Brown. Sidebar, Clancy Brown. Submission (laughs) text, Clancy Brown. Oh
0: man, I love
2: this. Uh, So the only
1: things we know to say about him are, hey, remember he was on Carnival and then also Spongebob Squarepants? That's all we we have, right?
0: I think we could each write a a fairly lengthy post about how great Clancy Brown is. Was he on Heroes? Oh, maybe.
2: Was he? he? He's on The Flash. Oh, of course he is.
1: Yeah, he's that weird general or something. He's
2: General Wade Eiling and uh, also the voice of Gorilla Grodd.
1: I knew I'd seen him recently. Your girlie subreddit, girlie subreddit, girlie subreddit girlie has right been
0: created. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to stumble across our own subreddit at some point, and then <laughs> there will be some kind of implosion.
1: Whoa, his Wikipedia photo is amazing. He was in Starship Troopers. I forgot
0: about
2: that. Oh, who wasn't? I think
1: every oh, he's character. Oh, Caesar.
0: I want to see that.
2: Oh, wow. That's weird. He doesn't do much live action stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Hmm. I kind of wanted to see that, too, except uh, I got a little turned off by it because the Coen brothers made some vaguely gross comments about all the white people at the Oscars.
0: Yeah, but I I realized in the days of Woody Allen that if I was going to get turned off of movies by the directors being awful, I would never see a movie ever again.
2: That's fair.
1: I do want to see that movie. You're talking about Hail Caesar, right? I got distracted by Clancy Brown. Yeah, I want to see that. Ooh, we should all go see it. We should have a field trip.
2: Uh, oh yeah! I don't want to see it enough to go to the movie theater to see it. <laughs> I only oh, just saw Oh Brother Where Art Thou like two weeks ago. <laughs>
1: That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, yeah
2: it I'll was go... fine. <laughs> I'll go see that with you, Louisa.
1: <laughs> okay, hooray, good. Yeah.
2: Oh geez, he was young in Highlander. I guess he's just always looked old. He's not even sixty yet.
0: Yeah, he's awesome in Highlander. He looks like a like a teenage like punk rocker.
2: With a big scar across his neck. Hmm, I thought he was way older. I think that he should play a Star Wars monster.
1: He'd be good at that. He has such a great voice. I guess that's why he really does mostly voice acting now.
2: I I want him and uh, Ron Perlman to play Star Wars monsters at some point in the future. Maybe <laughs> oh, maybe like cool. uh, maybe like brothers uh, Gomorians. Are those the ones that look like Moblins? Yes. Mm. Yeah. I, I want them to play green. Gamorian bounty hunters. <laughs> All right
0: hasn't ron perlman done enough playing monsters in his life though uh
2: no
1: (laughs) oh but ironically he's playing a human in pacific rim right really makes you think
2: he plays a monster hunter (laughs) that's sort of like a monster Who's the real monster in Pacific Rim? Oh,
1: that's exactly right. It's a social commentary thing.
2: Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) Pacific Rim, the giant monsters, giant robots punch each other and use swords movie is social commentary.
1: Yeah, exactly. Those killing machines from another dimension, they're not the real monsters.
2: Hey, they're not machines. They're living, breathing, sentient creatures.
1: I said they were killing machines. Thank you.
2: Yeah, that's (laughs) machines is a word in that, Louise.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's all they do. That's literally all they're for. I've seen that movie.
2: Uh, they probably like eating food or something.
1: They like eating people.
2: Mm, I don't know.
1: Cities, I guess?
2: They're made from people? Is that a thing?
1: <laughs> what?
0: It's, I was just making a reference to uh, Soylent Green. Go on, sorry. Oh, uh, yes.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I found out that the uh, in the book that that movie is based on, Soylent Green isn't people. Why would they add the twist? Why would they add that twist for the movie? Because that... that's the only thing that anyone remembers about that movie. I don't even that's remember true. the name of that movie. Soylent <laughs> Green. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so strange. Like that is, is Rod
1: Serling brought in to punch up the screenplay. <laughs> yeah, I guess.
2: <laughs> oh my god! I just realized that M Night Shyamalan is the new Rod Serling. Oh no,
0: <laughs> no! Actually, Rod Serling is awesome. I just yes. i got uh i got my girlfriend for her, her birthday the complete Twilight Zone because she's a huge oh my Twilight, god, Zone I love the Twilight Zone fan. And I would only seen like one episode of it. So what? while we were out of town, we watched like the whole first season. And that show is so good. And oh, it so is crazy. so good. Oh my god, I love it so much.
1: What is your favorite episode <laughs> that you've seen so far?
0: Who? Uh, I think we watched the episode where. Um, oh man this is a hard answer question to answer uh i think the one with the talking tina doll uh (gasps) where it's killing telly (laughs) savalis oh my gosh scary uh, that episode of the simpsons was so based on it that i like so much more than i realized it was Mm -hmm. it's almost verbatim the same exact (laughs) thing and it was
2: really good
1: yep oh man that's such a good show
2: I really like the one where uh Dennis Hopper's boss is clearly Hitler but he doesn't notice that he is and is a Nazi. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just
2: really funny, because there's just, like, a guy in Shadow who's just like, yep. yes, do all the evil things, and Dennis Hopper's like, well, I guess you're not Hitler, and then he goes into the other room and yeah, does the evil them, things.
1: Some of them are very heavy-handed, and you're like, yeah, I get it already.
0: <laughs> oh, shit, 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 guys, 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 uh, spoilers for Twilight Zone. Oh, oh, no, well,
2: we have to cut all this out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favorite episodes is the one with Art Carney as Santa Claus. Have you seen that one yet?
0: No, I haven't.
2: That's a that Miracle like... on 34th Street. Shut up. That's a movie.
1: <laughs> it is a really sweet episode where it has like a Twilight Zone twist and everything, but everything is good because it's a Christmas episode. It's amazing. You'll yeah. love it. There's a cat. Ooh.
0: It's great. 3D printing.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I've actually closed that tab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm busy trying to remember
0: my Reddit password so that I can join <laughs> the Clancy Brown. Page.
1: Uh, uh. The thing I love about 3D printing, the idea of it is, and I can see this is one of the top ones of all time. It says, Honda wanted to charge me $180 to replace a broken parking brake button, printed a new one for less than 10 and that's the thing. I think when you think about three D printing, that's the thing where you're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to replace this broken part? Yeah, I feel like yeah. Except like really once, how it's gonna be important.
2: Once we get to the point where three D printing is easily accessible to all people, all of the three D printing plans and stuff will be like copy protected.
0: Well, did you guys see yeah. the thing that's going on now with the the group that are fighting for a new thing to be added, a new amendment to the constitution for the right to repair? You guys seen that? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah They, um, the Supreme Court said something about uh, they wanted people to defend, um, like, hacking consoles and personal electronics. And it took, like, a year for this advocacy group to get together their uh, legal argument.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, they're not even... I mean, yes, like, I think being having the right to jailbreak your own device is sort of, like... I can see the pros and cons of that, but their main thrust is like, if you own something, you sh- you have the right to be able to try to repair it yourself instead of having to go to a licensed dealer because of these arbitrary blocks that the company's put in place. And, like, I love that idea. Yeah. I especially love that idea because it's, l- it's leading towards a world where, once again, there are those little repair shops where it's like, I'll repair <laughs> anything you bring into me. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. oh, man, I could totally live that life. I think I would have a lot of fun being, like, repairing toasters in the 1950s until I learned that it was Hitler's toaster (laughs) oh no he made it to the 50s he has a
1: toaster
2: (laughs) it's a time traveling toaster
1: oh god
2: uh hold on, I have a pitch. I have a movie pitch. Get me Hollywood on the phone.
1: Matt's already written a novel about a three D toaster that travels through time.
2: Hello, Hollywood. <laughs> this is this is your friend Jeff. Uh time traveling Hitler toaster.
1: <laughs> Reddit slash R slash Print Hollywood.
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but seriously guys, um I was thinking as I was watching these Twilight Zone episodes that mm-hmm. like The special effects in that show were not the best, and, like, that's fine and kind of part of what's so charming about it. And I was thinking they're about on par with the special effects that you see in, like, homemade YouTube videos nowadays. Mm. So, like... We could make the Twilight Zone, you guys. Like, we yes. could just do it. Yes. We could just make more Twilight Zone, I guess, like what we were talking about with Star
2: Trek earlier. Yes,
1: I love this idea. Our next podcast should be all about the Twilight Zone and making new episodes.
2: Uh, yeah. why start there? Why not just write a script and do it as an audio play? I'm pretty sure there's Twilight Zone radio shows.
0: Yeah, I guess, but it would be way cooler to do it with really terrible video special effects as well. Yes, that's true.
1: All the best Twilight Zones involve someone running down a street and then collapsing on the ground and screaming because the world is so wrong. (laughs) Yeah, and then,
0: like, a weird forced perspective puppet that's, like, so close to the camera that you can't tell that it's clearly made out of, like, a dress that somebody put their hand into the
2: sleeve of. I just, we have to make sure there's lots of close-up sweating. Yes. Yes.
1: That's essential. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, if we just shot this in black and white, how fucking classy would this show be? That's what I'm
0: saying. (laughs) Do it in black and white with, like, low quality cameras and we just do, like, really cheesy, over-the-top special effects and music and stuff. This could be amazing.
1: Yes, I love it. TM, we have to do this.
0: I'm not joking, let's do this, but also let's do this as, like, a community thing where everyone who listens to this show is also tasked to make an episode of The Twilight Zone, and we'll start a YouTube channel of it. Yeah,
2: absolutely. DIY Twilight Zone.
0: Reddit slash DIY
2: Twilight Zone. Uh, I don't want to register two subreddits in one episode. (laughs) DIY Twilight Zone...
1: Okay, it doesn't it doesn't
2: exist.
1: You're gonna get flagged okay. by moderators to be like, uh, this guy asked one question on explain Dr. Cox. He started a Clancy <laughs> Brown Reddit. I then he started a thing about making your own Twilight Zone. Okay, get rid of name,
2: this guy. D I Y Twilight Zone title <laughs> description. I can just control V, I don't need to type it out each
0: time. Okay. So I think that's the end of our episode. <laughs> Uh, it's great.
1: We came up with some great ideas. We love 3D printing. All of it is wonderful.
0: Yeah, I think we really, we really got to the bottom of that one. And more importantly, we came up with some really great action items for us and the people listening to the show. Yes. So send your scripts for DIY Twilight Zone episodes to us. Uh, oh, we don't have an email account. You can
2: just send it right to me, Kowalski at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, do that. Send those, and we will work on figuring out a way <laughs> and to. And we will them. steal
1: them from you. <laughs> we yes. will not give you credit. We'll we'll put your
0: name in the credits at the end, <laughs> uh, under like producer or something. It'll be great. Uh, and uh, you guys can follow the show on Twitter at Seeing Reddit. You can find me. I'm Matt Heron, and you can find me at Kamikaze Pilot on Twitter.
2: You can find me uh at J3FK on Twitter or at weaponized where you can download more episodes of this show, my other show, Creepy Podsta, um, a radio show I make called Frank Ecto Ghost Detective. Uh I think that's all I got.
1: And I'm Louisa Heron, and you can find me at Heronbird on Twitter. My account is private, but I will totally let you follow me. It's no, not a big deal. Uh
2: rate rate and subscribe on iTunes, please. I don't yes. think we've ever told people to do that.
1: <laughs> we That's should true. probably Are, do that. <laughs>
2: I'm subscribed. I think I'm subscribed. I don't use <laughs> iTunes, but...
1: <laughs> I need to
2: do that. I have it so I can look at reviews of all the podcasts I host.
0: Oh, I guess I could do it on iTunes as well, but I don't have any devices that have iOS, so I can't... Anyway. Uh, oh, did we... Okay. Anyway. <laughs> what <laughs> did we mention any songs that i can put at the end of this one i'll have to figure it out maybe i'll just do the twilight zone theme song uh,
1: yeah
2: that <laughs> well would be i know perfect.
1: before the show started we mentioned oh shit i can't remember it now we mentioned something and i was like don't say the name of that song because someone <laughs> someone said something that was like the title of a song <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah why would good <gasps> help you say
1: it be <laughs> very, help very help helpful i know. oh god <laughs>
0: Okay, anyway, this is the end of the show now. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and come on back next time for another episode of Seeing Reddit.
1: Yay, thank you. Can our next podcast be a food podcast? (laughs)
2: I think our this podcast is already a food podcast. Oh man, I really hope we get a food subreddit this week. That would be great.
0: Yeah, if if we go by what Louisa talks about in her last week on the internet every week, it's always like recipes that she's found.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting thing. So you shut up. I'm right on this one. That's I'm just
0: an interesting saying thing to look at. Having edited this podcast, it becomes really obvious how our personalities come through to people listening to it. (laughs) And it seems like I am the most egotistical monster ever (laughs) in history.
1: Yeah, that sounds
0: right. Uh, Louisa, you have you think about nothing but food and yokai watch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, and Jeff, you're
2: like a robot that can't stop reading things off of your computer screen. It's, that's also the truth about me. I have gotten out of bed twice today, and it was to let the dogs out and to bring cereal downstairs so that I could play video games in bed. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'm saying that this
0: show is. Made making us the best versions of ourselves.